Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. I'm your host, Silwan. Great to be with you today back home in Indiana where it was 78 degrees when I got off the plane. A very nice reprieve from the 103 I was experiencing in Las Vegas. Are you still angry? Had kind of a fired up podcast yesterday. A little bit more chill getting home, being around the family. But it wasn't all relaxing. I did have some work to do today. I was able to do a two-hour webinar for the National Park Service, specifically Channel Islands National Park, had me do a webinar for some of their staff, people around the area, other people in the Park Service. The reason specifically was we're coming up on September 2nd, 2020. Well, on September 2nd, 2019, there was a disaster off the coast of the Channel Islands where the MV Conception, a dive ship, sank in the middle of the night after catching on fire. 34 people died, five crew survived. Talk about a horror. In the middle of the night, the ship was engulfed with flames that started below in the cabins, they think. That's where everybody who was there diving was sleeping. Sleep at night, dive during the day. A lot of them were families, couples, friends there together. By the time they woke up from the fire and the smoke and the heat, their exits were blocked off. Ship sunk. Everyone below decks died. I don't have to go into that very specifically for you to imagine the horror of it. And then worse, how about the five crew members who were sleeping above decks who survived Tried to get to them, couldn't get through the heat, couldn't get through the flames. Didn't have all the equipment they needed to put something like that out, obviously, when it was raging. Had to dive off of the ship into the water. Can you imagine being in the water and the people that you were responsible for hearing them scream? Feeling helpless. Living with that? Well, I was out there in November where we talked a little bit about it, but we wanted to do something coming up. So that's what we talked about today. Also, another thing we wanted to talk about was not just the impact of that, but the impact of COVID. You know, coming up on the anniversary of of one of the largest disasters in the history of the National Park Service, at the same time, our country is going through, arguably, one of the hardest periods in our history as a nation, the country being shut down. I was very honored to do this and excited because... What I know, doing my job, is situations like that, most of the crisis intervention, most of the things that happen after, were done a long time ago. You know, very quickly they try to do debriefs, they try to get people help they need, but inevitably, as happens in our culture and around the country, as time goes on, people forget about it. Now, it's nothing to be excited about. I'm not excited in that sense. What I'm excited is, is I get to go in there and try to make a difference a year later when a lot of times these are when the issues are only beginning. You know, who works 
for the park service? Who dives on sunken ships? Who tries to rescue people? The most resilient of us, the toughest of us. A lot of times these cracks, the pressure of trauma that we've experienced doesn't come out to much, much later. Now, what you'll find happens is people that are impacted by trauma, they'll tend to, over time, begin to isolate themselves. It might be as simple as they feel different because of what they've been through and they don't think other people can relate to it. It might just be they isolate themselves because they don't want stimulation, they don't want memories, they don't want people to ask them about it. A lot of reasons you can become isolated, but that's what tends to happen. And then you become isolated and you're shut off from people. You might see them every day, but you're not talking to them. You're not in a relationship with them. And then they don't see the things developing in you to help you. And then you find yourself a year later, two years later, three years later, five years later, maybe 10 years later, in a hole that you think you are alone and you don't feel like you can get out of it. Now, that's just trauma in general. Well, look what COVID is doing. COVID is isolating us. It's tearing us apart. People don't get together as much. Everything is electronic. Heck, you're in public. You got face masks on. One interesting thing to me about traveling recently is, you know, you go to the airport and, 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 and before, I mean, almost inevitably, whether it was getting something to drink or you had time in between planes or you're talking on the plane, you'd meet somebody, you'd talk to somebody, you'd be friendly. Even though everybody had a phone in their hand, people still have the urge to talk to people. So they'd put them down and you'd talk. But now with a mask on and you can't read people's faces, you don't know if they're smiling at you. They don't know. If you don't know if they have a look on their face, like, sure, I'd like to talk. Or if they have a look on their face, like, stay away from me. What, what does everybody end up doing? You, you just sit there as if you don't have a mouth, as if you can't talk. People feeling uncomfortable. So you're surrounded by people, but you're isolated. And that's happening everywhere in our world. People are afraid to be in groups. They're afraid to be together. And so what happens? You get isolated. And what happens when you get isolated? It's the opposite of healing when you're alone, you get paranoia. I mean, think about it as a little kid. You're alone in your bed. You believe in monsters. You think there's a monster in your closet. And while you're by yourself with the covers up to your chin trying to be safe, that monster keeps getting bigger and it keeps getting scarier. And it's not until mom comes in the room, sits down on your bed, says, what's wrong? You tell her about the monster. She opens the closet. You see it's empty. That you're able to put the covers down and you're able to be okay. Right or wrong, whatever your opinion is, we now have a country of people with the covers up to their chin. Scared, isolated, and alone. So I go into a webinar like the one today. Not only are you dealing with the trauma that happened a year ago, but you're dealing with the current crisis that makes healing from it. That means responding to it harder than it has ever been. If you don't overcome that, you won't get better. And, and, you know, people are like, our country will start healing when, when we find a cure for COVID. No, it won't. It will only get better when we start coming together. And that might be what it takes to get over COVID. There might never be a vaccine. They might tell us the vaccine doesn't work good enough to be out to, with each other. And at some point, things aren't going to get better to people get together and start talking amongst themselves. Face-to-face, person-in-person, in groups, and communities. But we'll leave that for another talk. Right now, let's just stick to trauma and isolation. There are people right now that already had anniversaries of bad things happening. There are people right now that are having traumatic things happen to them right now. And in a time where it's never been harder for people to connect, to get together in person, face-to-face, to listen, 
You got to be intentional about it. One thing I would say to you for your own sanity, for the sanity of your neighbors, for the sanity of our country, in order to someday be able to come together and figure our way out of this mess, you've got to be intentional about coming together, about meeting with people. You got to plan it, you got to make it happen. You got to sit down and you got to say, okay, this weekend we want to get together with some people from church. And we are going to call them up and we are going to set a time and we're going to get together. And when they ask why, we're going to tell them because we're weaker alone and we need to stop being so isolated and we need to get together. You need to do that with your kids that maybe live an hour away or two hours away. Or if they're half a country, technology is not all bad if you use it for good. You know, be intentional. Do that Zoom meeting where you got 10 members of your family on the Zoom meeting. As face-to-face as you can be, but they're talking with each other. If you plan it, it will happen. It will make you stronger. Also, it'll help you not become crazy. Because I'm telling you, you're going to get crazy people on all sides of things as this goes on, the more we stay isolated. You let someone be alone with their thoughts, they will go crazy. They will imagine things that don't exist. They will become fearful of things that don't exist. They will worry about things they, don't have to, they shouldn't be worried about. And if we are not intentional about coming together, gathering together, things will continue to unravel. You know, there are less COVID deaths. We, we knew a lot of people were going to get it. I mean, that's not magic. I don't know why anyone's surprised by it. It's a virus. It's going to go around. But undoubtedly, you know, you, inarguably, we're getting better at dealing with it. We're getting better at taking care of people. We're getting better at isolating the people most at risk. Yet, we're acting just as fearful. We're letting fear take over and control our actions. We're, we're, we're beginning to all the time be worried about things that haven't happened yet that might happen and so we better do something about it and then it just makes you more scared and more fearful and all of this unraveling is being done intentionally laws are being made edicts are being proclaimed choices are being taken away well if you're going to keep your mental health if you're going to keep your sanity you got to do the same thing in the opposite direction you've got to be intentional about relationships, about getting together, about planning, about not being crazy. There's always going to be disasters. There's always going to be loneliness and pain. But it's just like somebody that was impacted a year ago with the conception disaster. If they're not intentional about getting better, it's hard to get better. If they don't have people close to them that are intentional about walking with them and helping them heal, It'll be forgotten. It's the same thing with you and me. If we are not intentional about reaching out to others, about being in community, not being alone, not letting ourselves awfulize and go crazy, it'll happen. So here's one thing I would suggest. We're coming up on the weekend. Still the middle of the week. You got a day or two to plan. Think of something this weekend you can do to get together with people that you haven't gotten together with for a while and just be together, socialize, talk, get out of your head. Coffee at your house, board games, outside. I don't care what it is, but make it happen. Think of people that you might be worried about or alone and invite them. Don't let them be alone. You know, passing by each other at church doesn't count. Sitting next to each other at Sunday school doesn't count. Talking on the phone Without a face doesn't count. A text doesn't count. I mean, in person, together. Not just family and friends, but maybe people that are vulnerable. Maybe somebody down the street who's old and you wondered if someone's come to visit them. 
Make it happen. You got a couple of days. Be intentional. We can whine, we can complain, or we can do something. And the most powerful thing that we can do right now is build community. Give people hope through interaction. Get our heads out of the closet with the monster growing and realize the only monster is the thing we're imagining. Two days. Make it happen. This weekend. Feel free to tell me about it, how it goes. I'd love to hear some stories. People we maybe get together with this weekend. Talk about it next week. So until next time, my friends, I want you to aim high. Get out of your comfort zone. Bite somebody over Saturday. Spread your wings. Helping them will help you. Will get you out of your head. You won't be so negative. You'll be more positive. And keep your eyes on the things that matter. Each other. Community. Be intentional. Until next time, I am your host, Silouan. Peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on The Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.